Welcome to Test Don't Guess, the podcast created for unlicensed health practitioners who love chatting about functional lab testing. I'm Jensen, your host. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, developer of the HTMA analysis app, and creator of the Instant HTMA Professional course. But here, I'm just your curious colleague who wants to know all about the functional lab tests that you're using, how you learn to properly interpret them, and how incorporating labs has impacted your confidence and your practice. In this season of Test Don't Guess, we're going to talk with practitioners, course creators, and lab experts to help you navigate the world of functional testing, and I am super glad you're here. Remember, this is a podcast intended for learning purposes only, and it does not provide professional legal or medical advice. I have been really looking forward to our conversation because it sounds like you have a really interesting niche and that you're working with a lot of different people and using functional labs. And so I always love to just learn more about um, someone's practice and um, their journey basically of how they decided to use these different labs, what they're finding them useful for and that type of thing. So um, I'd love to just hear more about yourself and your practice. How did you get started with functional medicine? Oh, so it's a long journey, but I think it's like most of us, most of us practitioners, we started to, to resolve, to solve a problem, a health problem that we have. So, um, me, it started with, um, ever since, you know, since I was six years old, I was diagnosed with um a rare condition with um my hormones and so i i i had early puberty at six years old i was i grew breasts and when you grow breasts like that there's a lot of other issues that come into play and doctors want you to slow their your growth so they give you hormones and of course those hormones give you a bunch of other issues that you don't know about you don't know you don't understand what's going on so early in my very early, I was on medication. I was six years old and um, I was plagued with migraine, infertility, and you name it, until 40. So it was one problem after another and no one could give me answers. I had a long surgery to remove a lung because I had a tumor, so many stuff. And there was a point where IBS came into play and I just couldn't function. I was, I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. I could barely do my work. And I said, something is going on. I was allergic. I, I had um, um, allergic reaction to everything, anything, and I couldn't take it anymore. So I found, I started working with a health coach who introduced me with, to the, um, to the notion of wheat, uh, gluten. I didn't know what gluten was and so on and so forth. And life brought me to a place where I was laid off to my, uh, from my corporate job, my 10 years corporate job. And it was also time for me to, to do something else. I wanted to tap into my highest potential, which was, was not doing with my, in, my, in my position back then. So it was time for me to for change. And while I was looking for solutions, oh, for solutions for my health, but also something I was always passionate about was wellness. Um, and I was passionate about wellness, but more holistic, the holistic approach. Um, so it kind of dawned on me that I said, Hey, what are you doing? Hallways, mm. and that's how I started. I found, um, doing my research, I was in soul, soul, soul therapy as well. 
and um, I, I looked for, I found um, nutritional um, NTA, Nutritional Therapy Association, which is where I got certified as a functional nutritionist. And this is where, where it started in 2000. I graduated in 2019. Oh, great. Great. So what labs are you using most frequently in your practice? So the labs that the really I was um, trained to do the GI map, and recently last May I got certified for the hormonal um, uh, for hormone testing as well. So the G what I use usually most uh, is really the GI map simply because I was certified with the GI map and it's one of my expertise. I my expertise in the gut is gut health. Every, everything starts in the gut. And um, because I suffered from IBS, it was very important for me to understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the beauty of this is, wow, when I started using the GI map, it's, it opens another world. That um, palpation that I learned at school does not give you information about. Mm-hmm. And it also gave me so much confidence that now I have something tangible that I can show and things that I can see that I couldn't see even with palpation. For instance, um, most of my clients, they do suffer when they come to see me, they, they do suffer from some type of digestive issues. And more often than not, they, they have H. pylori. And H. pylori, you can only find that when it's through testing. Mm-hmm. I cannot even palpating, you know, like doing palpation. I can see, okay, you may be, um, you may be lacking of um, producing some some type of, you know, like you some um, your 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 stomach acid. However, H. pylori is very important. It needs to be eradicated or reduce the number needs to be reduced to be in a health uh, state of you know putting your digestion in a healthy state so it with with that testing the gi map made a very um it's it's very made a difference mm-hmm. in of helping my my clients but also um, and finding them a solution, helping them to find a solution and resolve their issues, but also gave me a lot of confidence in terms of, hey, this is what I can help you with. There are other things, but the GI map mostly is what I've been using the last two years. Okay. All right. So would you say that you run a GI map on every client that comes in, or is it really if they're just presenting with you know certain digestive symptoms? Well, um, right now, my I'm, I'm tweaking my my um, my program as to everybody runs under the GI map. Right, Every, it's 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 the way to go because you want to tackle everything. You wanted to see what's really going on, and very often there are people that are asymptomatic as well, but they still have that issue. Those issues that we can't see without testing. Mm-hmm. I've been wondering something lately with people that are running a lot of GI maps. Do you find that you need to have your client maybe be gluten-free for a certain amount of time before running the the GI map? Or are you testing people that are eating kind of a standard American diet? Standard American diet, because the way the GI map is, is it doesn't matter whether you had 
you ate a certain type of food two days ago or 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. It's still going to reveal what it needs to reveal. It doesn't matter when you add it, you, you ate it the last time. It's really based on kind of in parentheses, like the DNA of the food and your DNA and they put it together and they see how it works. This is way over my head, the science to be able to explain it, to be honest with you. But basically, it doesn't matter whether that person had gluten today, two days ago or 10 years ago. It's still going to say. And to be more specific, the GI map does not test gluten. Let's be let's be very clear on that. Right. It's test, for instance, wheat. It's going to tell you if you're that person is intolerant to wheat, but not necessarily gluten to gluten. And gluten is another, it really goes from elimination. That's the only way you can really test if that person is gluten intolerant. But for any other food, um, it you don't have to have it right now, like in the past two days to be able to see whether that person is intolerant or not. Okay. Okay. I don't think that answer your question. No, yeah, it definitely does. I was just kind of curious about that. Now, did you get your training through RWS? Yes, RWS, and um, I didn't I didn't know about um, RWS until a coworker, uh, I mean a colleague. We graduated, we did a nutritional class together, and she said, "Elena, I found this great school," and she knew that I had um, digestive issues, and her husband had as well. So she found that, and she sent that information to me, and um, I was thrilled, totally. Mm-hmm. I'm in because I needed answers. I needed to understand after three endoscopies at my doctors and they still couldn't explain everything was normal to them. And they still couldn't explain why I was in pain whenever I was eating certain food and why my body was reacting. I needed answers and answers fast because I couldn't function. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have a day. So it's to me, I was very, very um I was excited when I saw that and I said, I'm in. That's great. That's great. And so you went through RWS levels one and two. So you got the hormone testing now too. Are you using oh, that yeah. in your practice? Well, I just graduated. Okay. And, um, so the way I see the hormonal testing, like for instance, I have a client I've been working with her. I've worked with her for a year. And um, so the first round the first time she started working with me, I tested her with the GI map and the, the food inflammatory test. And um, GI map was pretty much some dysbiosis um, on imbalance, out of balance. And we worked for three months. After the three months, we retested. And this is where the H. pylori came up. Ah. Yes. And that's what it important because what they explained to us, it's really like you're peeling an onion. So whatever is brewing, you know, like what's urgent, you will find it on the surface. So you'll deal with them. But as you are, uh, as we are working the surface, there's, there were other infection or other things that were brewing underneath. And as we are, cleaning if I may say for lack of a better word um, cleaning the house we find other things underneath the carpet and Mm -hmm. when so when we retested we find that now H. pylori came out 
so we had to work. And H. pylori, unfortunately, it's not an easy one to eradicate or to at least, because we all have that, but it's the numbers that we need to reduce. Mm -hmm. So sometimes take two to three rounds. So we've been working together for a, a good year. And then there were other issue too, issues, but then we realized that, okay, the weight was so, was fluctuating, but because we've worked on the, on, on the, the basis, like really, we know that her diet is clean. Everything is clean in terms of the digestion. Now we know that we need to go hormonal testing because her diet, her, her weight was fluctuating so much that now we go to the next level. So I typically don't go with hormonal testing right away on, unless that person has really um, important issues that are really, we know that it's hormonal. I do the GI map, food inflammatory first. We work on the foundation first. And if there's still issues, symptoms that are lingering, and then we can say, okay, it's not, digestive it's not the digestion now now it's hormonal let's mm -hmm. see then that's where I test mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so when you're looking at the GI map and then creating the protocol for mm -hmm. the client um is it possible to keep the protocol you know pretty small or are the protocols going to be pretty big kind of regardless that is, <laughs> that is a very good question and I don't know for other practitioners, and I think it is, it's always, how do we make it, uh, it's hard. So to answer your question, depending on what we find in the protocol, if it's just dysbiosis, so an imbalance of, 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 of the good and the bad bacteria, there's no virus, there's no infection, um, it's pretty simple we can keep it to maybe four five supplements mm -hmm. but when we get into infection mode and such as um a, a, a bacteria like h pylori again it's this is where it gets complicated mm -hmm. and can't um depending and then we have to consider as well if that person has certain food intolerance can can do we find that kind of intolerance in those supplements sometimes uh whereas sometimes you can you could have used one but because in that one um there's some kind of ingredients that the person the client is intolerant to now you have to go with alternative that requires two mm -hmm. so it's I'll be honest, it's, it's, it's not when you get into infection mode and you have to eradicate H. pylori and other things, it can be, it can be heavy in terms of number of supplements. Sure, but, but it is short term. It's, that's what I tell my clients is, listen, you know, it's just short terms. And even before starting working with them, I tell them point blank. You might, and if you go on my website, you know, the, 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 the Q&A and you have questions and answers where I say, hey, if you're not a pill person, you may not be, it may not be a good fit to work together, even for a short time, but it is for a short time. But the, that short time can seem to be very long, but it's for a short time and it's, there's so many benefits. Right, right. 
And that's where I focus on with my clients. Sure. Look at the benefits. Do you find that after doing like a big protocol like that, that they need to be on some sort of maintenance moving forward? Or as long as their diet is fairly clean, they're able to kind of just move forward from there? Usually the diet is very clean. However, um, it's, it, there's some functional um, digestion sometimes that some, some people will require, for instance, bile, um, mm-hmm. you know, some bile support, and that will be forever. And so sometimes just the functional digestion, um, I have clients who, are, who will always need that, that bile function in addition of keeping their diet clean. For instance, myself, I know that um, I probiotic is very important to me. And I need that probiotic and the the enzymes, the digestive enzyme. I cannot live without the digestive enzymes. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on the person. But typically, I give them, I I give them the entire tools how to eat properly, keep the diet clean, and then after I tell them, you know, like once in a while they do recognize that for instance like they do need the enzymes so they will have that and use it use them when they need for it likely hcl uh, hydrochloric acid not every you don't always need it always after doing a after protocol but there will be times sometimes when you eat meat for instance where they will need that support some extra help yeah, yeah. and usually if somebody's feeling so much better after the bigger protocol they want to no, what do I need to do to keep feeling exactly. this good? Of course. <laughs> and they've learned and they learn that, you know, like sometimes they will stop and they say, mm, you know what? I stopped it and I realize I can't I can't stop it. So and that's why those the protocols sometimes that's why the protocols can be long, three to six months, because you learn about your body over time as well, how your body responds to certain to 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 not only the support you give them how long you need them and when you need them and when you don't need them i know that i haven't used um hcl for a while but there there are some times okay i could have used that but no big deal we don't always use it but over time i know my body and i know exactly when i'm going to need something and when i'm not going to need that support Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm so how do you how do you structure your services? Are you mainly one-on-one with clients since you're running labs or are you doing some sort of group program as well? Well, I haven't been very successful with group programs, but I love I love the one-on-one because everybody's so different and my to answer for a short answer is I do one-on-one. One-on-one so far. And but I love the one on one because everybody's so different and one question for one answer is will not fit to another person. And people have so many different conditions, their lifestyle. So they need that full attention. They need that, you know, that person who's gonna hold them by the hand and give them the answer for that specific day, that specific challenge or that specific trip they're going to and they don't know how to 
how to how to prepare themselves for that mm -hmm. so i love the one-on-one -on -one. so i can mm -hmm. really give them my undivided attention and really give them answers very specific to their needs that's great and then you you work with them for a certain amount of time and then you do a retest or is it just they yes. schedule appointments with you yes on a no, separate no. Basis? typically what i do is i offer them so the way my, my, my I'm structured is let's have a chat. Let's tell me more about your what you're trying to solve. So a 20-minute discovery call, and I tell them straight there how I can help them. And the first thing I tell them, so if really digestive issues, depending, and I'm going to tell them we need to test. I want to see what's going on. So they go through the nutritional assessment. They go with the food, food journal. I want to see what's going on a typical day. Um, and I, I go for testing. So what I've tried in the past, it's, it's really, let's do, let's do the NutriQ, the NAC. What is doing, what it's, the NAC is telling us. And based on the NAC, and I dig a little bit more, I look at the nutrition, then I tell them, okay, you need to learn how to eat. Mm. And you cannot go in a program further in my program, the testing program, if you don't know how to eat. This is a, if you go on my website, you'll see you need to learn how to eat before you go even testing with me. Right. So I teach them the restart program, how to eat for five weeks. And then that allow them to, that gives their body a break as well. And I know that when, further down the line that we prepare the body to to receive the those supplements and we give the body a break and we know that for the next few weeks or months we're going to talk about the same thing we're going to talk about the same language and then but in my program in that testing program the the, the restart is offered, is included. And then after the five weeks, then we test. We see, okay, what's going on really? And um, so depending, it really depends on the case. Whereas there, there were other times where I said, okay, we test. While we're waiting for the test, you're going to learn how to eat. It really depends on the, the sense of uh, emergency that the person is going through. Mm -hmm. I'm working with a very young person right now. She's in college and um, testing is going to be is overwhelming for her. So with her, with the mother, we agreed really that, okay, let's teach you how to make good choices so you can go back to college and make good choices because of getting into a protocol and everything was really, really overwhelming for her. And we decided not to take that route. And based on um, the Nutri-Q, the NAG that she completed in uh, her lifestyle, her symptoms and everything, I could tell definitely that her diet, just changing a diet would make such a big difference. She had other small issues, but I knew that just changing a diet and teaching her how to make better choices in terms of eating habits would make such a difference. And you should see her now, her energy level, her skin is beautiful. And that is just without testing. But I know that there would be other things that I could find with the testing, but she's not mentally ready for that. Yeah. And I think that's really important to keep that in mind and not 
to just be, you know, doing the tests for every single person and starting with the food first and seeing where you can get with somebody um, without it. So that's, that's really great. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And I tell my clients, I said, I, I teach, I teach you how to eat first. I said, the pills, the supplements are tools, are other tools, but you need to differentiate what's good and bad in terms of um, you know, eating consumptions. And so you can make better choices. Then after, then after, um, we'll see how we can support your body. But let's do this gradually. And it's so overwhelming. And that client, specifically client, and I, I had a, a point where I typically never recommend supplements while I'm doing, I'm focusing on teaching her how to eat. But she was her energy level was so low. So I sat with her and her mother and I said, I typically never recommend supplements while we're going through the phase where you're learning habits, but you are going back to college very soon. I need you to see vibrant and full of energy. Let's see what we can do and let's incorporate supplements while you're learning how to eat. And I really had to go very, very, I mean, everything that came up with the Nutri-Nutri-Nanak, there were like about seven, seven supplements and she all needed them, but she all needed them. However, she has also a a very, a lot of difficulty to, to swallow pills and everything. And I had to cut this to three and I had to sit and think and say, okay, what will be in a best um, to, you know, to a best that will be very effective quickly while she's learning how to eat, but to help her with her energy level. Um, and I really sat with her and I explained to her that everything is intertwined or everything, you know, like if I cut one, I cut this, I cut this, but we can do something. Mm-hmm. And I found, but you know, just so that's why I love doing this, the one-on-one because, and program again I never go straight to one route I always sit and see what's going on with the client what are her or his limitation and and work around that that's great so if someone were just now getting started in this world and they're maybe not using any testing what would be the first piece of advice you would give them Hey, you know what? Whatever you want to do, just start. Testing is a tool. But if you feel confident enough and you learn the, um, the hands-on, the palpation practice, you know, like uh, techniques that we learned at um, NTA, it's fine. Me, I didn't have that confidence and I needed answers. Just go and do whatever, wherever you feel comfortable start yeah just get started get started don't um don't 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 hold yourself on don't hold on anything just get started if you feel comfortable just making presentation group presentation local go ahead get you know your name out there if it's online and you're good at doing pre- uh, um, um, videos and explaining and on YouTube, do it. Do something. 
don't let fear take over yourself or you and stop you doing anything. Whatever you feel confident to do, do it. And you get more clarity. You'll gain more clarity. I was lucky enough that um, I think it was like six months after I, I graduated that I was able to take, uh, I was introduced to RWS and introduced to the testing. And I said, wow. And that made such a difference in my confidence level. And, but just sit, there's not one way, a uh, good way. There's, there's so many other ways, but you have to listen to yourself and don't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Awesome. Well, where can people find you if they're interested in potentially working with you or if they have any extra questions for you? So the best place is the website. Um, Google my name, Helena, H-E-L-E-N-A, Jean-Louis, J-E-A-N-L-O-U-I-S. That will bring you straight to my website or my company's name, FAM, F-E-M-M-E-A-N-D, F-I-M-I-N-I-N-E, fam and feminine.com. I'm French. So for me, fam, I wanted to have a French word um, in my company and feminine because I serve a feminine clientele, women clientele. But sometimes when we feel not so great health-wise, we not always feel feminine, but it's doable. We can be um, feminine while we're going have we have health issues and so famine feminine or Helena Jean we bring you to my website and shoot me an email that's the best way to c- contact me to great with thank you so much and I'll put all of that in the show notes for everybody but this has been really insightful and I appreciate um, everything that you shared so thank you so much thank you for your time it was an honor to be on your podcast thank you Jensen love the podcast <laughs> All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining. You can find me at testdon'tguess on Instagram or testdon'tguess.org, or you can check out the free private Facebook group called Test Don't Guess Functional Lab Chats to go ahead and continue this conversation. So until next time, always keep learning and stay curious. When someone sends me two HTMA tests and asks why they haven't seen much change, my first question is always, are you using Vicon? Vicon is the supplement company that I truly can't stop talking about inside our instant HTMA professional community, and here's why. With Vicon, you're able to customize a supplement blend based on your client's HTMA test, complete with the client's name printed right on the label. So no more generic solutions or piecing together massive, complicated, and expensive protocols. Practitioners love Vicon because it wipes out supplement fatigue, which leads to real, tangible results. And clients love it because it's so simple to take, whether they choose the powder or the pills. And most importantly, they're able to experience the magic of getting the right nutrients along with crucial cofactors for their body. All you have to do as the practitioner is choose a base formula, Customize it using over 25 different properly sourced options like extra potassium or liver support. And you can even whip up a custom prenatal or support breastfeeding moms. The possibilities are truly endless. And then just to make sure that the blend is perfect, you can always set up a quick consult with the amazing Vicon team and they are happy to help. So if you're ready to revolutionize your approach to supplementation, grab our free Vicon guide and sign up for your own free Vicon account and let them know that you heard about it from Test Don't Guess. Check out the link in the show notes to get started.